I was so depraved I went astray The cost was great I couldn't pay It is time to have access to uncommon realms of glory and success Yet, this can only be achieved on the platform of the mystery of wisdom. Get set, Prophet Prince Ohinibe Queen is teaching mysteries for your mastery. Focus, listen now. Oh, thank you, Jesus. So, Wherever you are, I want you to share the stream so that other people will be able to see it. Why? Share it. Share it on your page. That will allow other people out there to see what is happening here. It is our fourth service this week. It is our fourth service this week. Friday evening, Saturday evening, Sunday morning. And this one, Sunday evening. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I want you to thank God for your miracle. I want you to comment right now. Thank you, God, for my miracle. 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 So yeah, I'm, I'm bringing you a word from God on make that move. So the people who preached before I came were some of my sons and my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Make that move. And I said, I want you to thank God for the miracle. Before you appropriate the miracle, you have to appreciate the giver of the miracle. It is the mystery of appreciation that brings you into the realm of appropriation. It is your ability to thank the one you trust before he entrusts that treasure in your hand. I said it's your ability to thank the one you trust before he entrusts that miracle that treasure into your hands. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Luke chapter number 17. Verse 12. And he was going into one village, that is Jesus. And he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance. And they raised up their voices and called... Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Take pity on us. And when he saw them, he said to them, go at once 
and show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cured and made clean. Then one of them, upon seeing that he was cured, turned back, recognizing and thanking and praising God with a loud voice. And he fell prostrate at Jesus' feet, thanking him over and over again. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? Where are the nine? Was there no one found to return and to recognize and to give thanks and praise to God except this alien? And he said to him, get up and go on your way. Your faith, which is your trust and confidence that springs from you believing in God, has restored you to health. Amen. So I'm bringing a message that I've entitled, Make That Move. Make That Move. You see, it takes faith for you to move in the direction of divine instruction. Because any time that you are moving, even though you will hear the voice of God and you will hear the word of God and you will understand what God is saying, at the time where God is communicating to you, you had not seen the end, the fulfillment of that word. But from the place where you are starting to the place of your destination, from the place of departure to the place of destination, it takes faith to move. It takes faith to move. So I'm speaking to somebody right now who is thinking about marrying this year. That from the beginning of the year up till now, you say seven months have passed. And you think that the end of the month, even this month, July, is about to come. And then we are going to enter into August and you are thinking that, is it possible? Can it happen? I came with a word from the Lord speaking to you that make that move. Because that marriage is still coming on this year. That breakthrough is still coming on this year. That contract is still coming on this year. That divine door is still being opened this year. Now, it, God used six days to create the heavens and the earth. People say he used seven days. He used six days. He rested on the seventh day. He created nothing on the seventh day. Bible said after God created man, he said it is finished. And Bible said he looked at the things he had created. And he said all the things that he had created were good. He used six days, not seven days to create the world. He used six days to put everything into place. The galaxy, Jupiter, Mars, Mercury, Venus, all those places with earth. He created all these places, the entire universe in six days. Bible said, and, and there was morning and there was evening and there was the second day. So when morning and evening came, there was a shifting into another day. But within six days, he had created everything. You can imagine the plethora and multiple fishes we have in the sea. You can imagine the types of birds we have in the earth. You can imagine the types of trees we have in the forest. And God used six days to create everything. 
Now, if God used six days to create everything, how much time does God need to change your situation? If God used six days to create everything in the universe, how much time does God need to change your circumstance? He does not need more than a second. In fact, he will need less than a second to touch your situation and to bring it into the realm of glory. That miracle is hitting somebody right now in the name of Jesus. I said that miracle is hitting somebody right now in the name of Jesus. That promotion is hitting somebody right now in the name of Jesus. But as you watch the scripture, I will come to making the move. But as you watch the scripture, you see that the second part of the scripture said that Jesus told the people that were, were you not 10 people I prayed for? Were you not 10 people I spoke to? Were you not 10 people that I ministered to? That it was only one, even though everybody was healed. It was only one that came back to say thank you. That's why I said you have to appreciate the person who is bringing you the miracle. It is part of God's system for a man to carry gratitude. If a man is not a giver of praise unto God, he cannot receive a raise from him. Yeah. See, that's how among the people I gave opportunity to speak, it was the fourth person, Nanama, who was the first person to say thank you to me and to recognize that I gave her the platform. And the next one was Emmanuel. So even among the five people, it was only two. The last two is human. Most people don't know how to be grateful. Most people have not learned it. It's not part of their habit of, of head. It's like things must happen. Also, they must be propped into it. But I want to show you how when Jesus performed this miracle for the ten people and one returned, he said that were you not ten people who were healed? So you see, that's why I'm saying that you have to learn the art of showing gratitude. And it must be part of you. Now, there is something that that person who came back experienced that the nine did not experience. He experienced conversation with Jesus. If you remember, in the first session, Bible said, the ten lepers stood afar off. They were standing at a distance and they were speaking to him. But Bible said, when this leper who was healed came, Bible said he came to fall at the feet of Jesus. What is the meaning of that? It means that the distance was broken. The mileage was broken. The proximity was accurate. Now he could come close to Jesus because he was healed and he touched the feet of Jesus and he spoke to Jesus person to person. Bible said in the beginning that they shouted and they spoke to Jesus. But this time on he did not shout because he was right at the feet of Jesus and he spoke to Jesus and Jesus spoke back to him. So they were, they were, they were having divine conversation by reason of gratitude. They were having divine conversation and not just conversation but Jesus said go and be whole of your situation. That means that the others were healed, but this one was whole. That means the others had the miracle. The others had healing, but this one had health. 
The others received a divine engineering in their system that began a process, but this one own was finished. It was made complete. You have to develop that art of showing gratitude to God. You see, mostly when God is doing things in your life and you are not very smart, you may, you may, you may take it for granted or you may actually think that you deserve it. I'll come to making the move. Okay, I'll come to that. But I just want to hit on some things. Now, if you remember, Bible said the leper said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Do you know what mercy means? Mercy means we don't deserve it. Cancel the rules. Cancel it and let it work. Why? Because as lepers, no leper could approach Jesus. Because Jesus was not just a priest. Jesus was not just a prophet. He was the son of God. And himself in, in, in extension, as Emmanuel said, is the, is, the, is, the, is, the, is the projection of the word. So the word that has said that a leper cannot come into the congregation of the clean. He is the same person that stood before the clean, the unclean people. And so they knew that they could not come to him and they could not touch him. They knew they that they could not appear or address him personally. Neither can they come close to him. So they stood afar off, number one. And it was not just enough for them to stand afar off, but they shouted because of the distance. They had to amplify their voice so that the master would hear. They shouted and they said, Jesus master, have mercy on us. What is mercy? Mercy means that don't play by the rules. Mercy means don't play by the principles. Mercy means that please deny us the judgment that should come upon us. Mercy means that please restrain what should happen to our lives. Mercy means that even though we know we do not qualify for this, even though we do not deserve what we are asking because of the prerogative that you have, because of the power that you have, because you are the king of kings and you are the master, you can excuse us from all the precepts, you can excuse us from all the conventions, you can excuse us from all the dictates that you have made and you can step into our situation that even though we do not deserve it you can turn things around for us so they knew that they did not deserve it it's like the the the, the prodigal son who is asking the father for the things the things that fall to him did you work for those things that you call those things things that falls to you Bible said, the father gave the things to him and he left. That was all. So you have to learn the art of being grateful. Not just being grateful, but of knowing where mercy comes in. What is mercy? Mercy means I do not qualify for it. But I know you can step into the situation and change things for me. That's how come people have certain connections, certain platforms, certain privileges. And because they have been enjoying that privilege for some time, they think it is the responsibility of the authority to give them that. It's only foolish people who think like that. If you think that it is your father's responsibility to pay your school fees, 
if you think it is the responsibility of your father in the ministry to do some of these material uh, things and bring them to you and help you grow up, if you think it's an obligation to do it, find out those others who are not doing it. And those who are not doing it are more than those who are doing it. Even in the natural parenting, you'll find out that even though every child feels that the father should take care of him, there are many men who are not taking care of their children. That's how on Father's Day, the women keep calling and insulting us like that. Because we have impregnated them, we did not take it. And those children may feel that their fathers have the obligation of taking care of them. But those fathers have denied the children of that. What is the meaning of that? It is a privilege to have it. It is not a responsibility. It is not an obligation because there are other people who are better than you, who are wiser than you, who are more intelligent than you, who are more resourceful than you, but did not have that. So, you see, you have to learn that if your father in the ministry gives you money, it's not his responsibility. Did he give birth to you? If he gives you something, it's not his responsibility. Did he give birth to you? The same way you can say that because you are not my father, so I don't, I won't do what you are saying. The same way you can say that because you are not my child, I will also not do it for you. But so many people in church feel that the pastors are indebted to them. But they are not indebted to you. It is a privilege to have it. In fact, it, in this season, it's a privilege to have a good job. Don't complain to your employer that he's under obligation to pay you. So many people are in the houses. So many people are back home. So you see, so if you don't look at phenomena very well, you may define something that is a privilege as a responsibility. In fact, you don't just call it a responsibility, but you call it your right. You call it something that you deserve and it should come to you. But it's not like that. It is something that you have had out of mercy. It is something that you have had because a privilege has come to your doorstep. Oh my God. So if you only wanted to comment, mercy, 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 mercy. 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 Yeah, so let me come to the make that move. That, that's the reason why I read the whole scripture in full, that context. So let's go back to make that move. Luke chapter number 17. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Make that move, somebody. So, as you, as, you, as you saw in the scripture, Bible said, verse 12, and as he was going into one village, he, he met ten lepers who stood at a distance. And they raised up their voices and called, Jesus, Master, take pity. Have mercy on us. Because as I said, they were lepers. That is the reason why they were standing afar. And that's the reason why they were shouting. And when he saw them, he said to them, 
Go and show yourself to the priest. What is that? The power of prophetic integrity. The power of prophetic integrity. When God says something, the power of what God has said is not in what he said, but in who he is. Are you getting me? The power of prophetic integrity is saying that if you want to see whether the word is true, look at the person, whether he is the truth. If you want to see whether the, the word carries wisdom, look at the person, whether he is all wise. If you want to see whether the word carries power, look at the person, whether he is omnipotent. So the integrity of the word lets you know that the giver of the word himself has integrity. What does that mean? Bible said when we were even unfaithful, God was faithful to himself. You see the faithfulness, I want you to understand why the prophetic is so powerful. Now, yesterday, there was a lady online who has never joined our feet. And I began to minister to her prophetically. And I said she had a situation with her left leg. If you remember. Then I said prophetically, the mother has the same situation with her left leg and even the waist. And she came back to comment that, yes, genuinely, she has a situation with her left leg. The mother has the same situation with her left leg and the waist. That, like how I said. That's why I'm not a painter. I'm a prophet. But you see, the power of that word is not in the word, but in the person who revealed that word. So if you know how powerful God is, if you know how wise God is, you will not doubt what he says. Because he's not different from what he's speaking. You see, when God says, it comes to pass. And when God thinks, it comes to pass. The thoughts of God brings creation. The sayings of God brings making. Another day, I'll take time to explain that. So, when God speaks, he is faithful to himself to keep that word to come to fulfillment. It is not just because of your faithfulness. It is not just because of your obedience. It is not just because of your trust. It is because he, the person that spoke, even if all men are liars, as Apostle Paul said, let all men be liars and let God be true. So even if all men are deceitful and unfaithful, even when all men are disloyal, God is loyal to himself. God is faithful to himself. When God speaks, he makes sure he does to prove that he's genuinely faithful to his own self. He's the bigger than the biggest. He's the wiser than the wisest. He's the greater than the greatest. So when he speaks, he will surely do what he has spoken. Oh my God. So when God speaks into your life, it is not your work to look at the word he has spoken. Look at the God who spoke it. You see, unfortunately, most people 
have separated the prophetic from God. But the prophetic is God speaking. So if you carry the prophetic, you are carrying a word that God has spoken to you. Romans chapter number 4. Romans chapter number 4. Verse 17. And as it written, I have made you the father of many nations in the sight of God in whom you believed. So I wanted to, you to know that we are talking about Abraham. Now come to verse 19. He did not weaken in faith when he considered the apparent impotence of his own body which was good as dead because he was about a hundred years old or when he considered the barrenness of Cyrus deaded deadened womb sorry nor unbelief or distrust made him waver doubtingly questioned Concerning the promise of God. Verse 20. But he grew, he grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God. So if you have faith, the faith is not just in the word that God has spoken, but your faith rests in the speaker. Your faith rests in the person who said he's going to do that. Your assurance is not based on the articulation. Your assurance is not based on the grammar. Your assurance is not based on the diction. Your assurance is based on the person who spoke that word. So when Jesus spoke, and he said, go and you will be clean. They believed who Jesus was. And because they believed who Jesus was, they followed his instruction. So the quality of your faith is the revelation of Christ you have. I said the quality of your faith is the revelation of Christ that you possess. What you think Christ can do, he can do. What you think Christ can do, he can do. What you think Christ can do in your life, he will do. What you think he can do in your marriage, he will do. What you think he can do in your academics, he will do. What you think he can do concerning your health, you will do. What you think he cannot do, he will not do. I said when I went to UCC more than more than a year, I was going to two years. When I started prophesying, and I said God is changing somebody's class, the person said he knew. He sent a testimony later. He said he knew he was going to end with with pass. But as I released that prophetic word, he engaged the word. He believed the word. When they went for graduation the same morning, when they went for graduation the same morning, his class had changed to upper. That same morning, 
<laughs> My goodness. He believed in the word. And he believed in the word because he believed in the person who spoke the word. That's how come if a man you don't know tells you that I'm going, I'm traveling to Takuradi, I'll come tomorrow. I'll bring you $50,000. You doubt it because you don't know him. And because you don't know him, you cannot trust the word. But if a man you know as a millionaire tells you that I'm traveling, I'll bring you 50,000 Ghana city of $50,000 tomorrow. Because you know him, you can believe the word. So your belief and your conviction in the word is based on the relationship and the revelation you carry of the person who spoke the word. So the integrity of the prophetic is to doubt the integrity of a prophetic instruction is to doubt the integrity of the God who spoke that word. Oh, it is somebody's time for an uncommon breakthrough right now. I said it is somebody's time for an uncommon breakthrough right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So when Jesus spoke, they believed his word. And he said to them, go and show yourself to the priest. Why show yourself to the priest? Because in Leviticus chapter 14, verse 2, downwards to 32, you will see that if, if a leper is going to be cleansed, and if a leper is finally clean, he has to present himself to the priest. And they have to perform some rituals and see whether his life has really come back to shape. They have to check whether all the leprosy has left him and consecrate him with blood and with oil before they allow him back into the congregation. So Jesus said, go and show yourself to the priest. But I want you to catch what I want to show you this evening. And as they went, they were killed and made clean. And that's what? They went. That means that when, when even at the time that Jesus spoke to them, they were not clean. Bible said they were made clean as they went. They were made clean as they went. Now, unfortunately, a lot of people think that the breakthrough that they have to carry must come before they make the move. But you have to make the move because it is in making that move that the breakthrough comes. I said it is in making the move that the breakthrough comes. Ah, so you want to see a breakthrough in your business. You have to make that move in business to see the breakthrough. Why you trust the person who spoke. You believe the person who spoke. And you make the move. And it is in the making of the move. If you claim that you are going to buy all your things before you marry, you may never marry. Because every point that you think that 
you have um, 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 things that are enough for you to marry. Somebody will tell you that, have you bought a, 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 another kente? What about another pan and another saucepan? So you keep buying, you keep buying, till you turn your house and your room into a provision store with omo, sugar, milo, uh, uh, things of milk standing there. When you have to take it to marry, then you are dropping a small, small sardine. Because, because you are listening to people who are telling you you need other things in order to move. You are going to marry a lady. You don't have enough money. What you have, make that move. Most of our mothers, when they were going to marry them, the things they were asked to bring in the uh, bridal list, they did not get it. They did not get it. And if the woman is very wise, she will help you. Praise Jesus. You want to see yourself getting a major breakthrough in your assignment. You make the move. What does it mean? It means you talk like it. You act like it and you go in the direction of that move. So as you see in the scripture, it is as they went that they were cured. Your miracle is in making the move. Your breakthrough is in making the move. Your prosperity is in making the move. You will not fail your generation in the name of Jesus. I said you will not fail your generation in the name of Jesus. So you are looking for a job. Stop sitting in the house. Make the move. Make the move. One of our generals, Prophet Kakrabedi, he said that he was there. When a man called him, the man said, there is a, a land cruiser that I, I am shipping to Ghana. And uh, I want you to get somebody to sell it for me because uh, I need the money. Then Prophet Kakra said, the moment the man said that, he told the man that, that land, he told himself that that land cruiser belongs to me. He told himself that that land cruiser belongs to me. White land cruiser. So he asked the man that, Can, I have been going around to preach at this place, at that place, at that place. I need a powerful car. Can you give me the car? The man said, okay, take it. He had to make the move of requesting There was somebody who came up to dash me a car, but the Lord told me that car was not mine. But if that person should come again, I won't ask the Lord, though. Because the Lord does not pay my transport fare. 
It's not easy, bruh. Uber, Uber, taxi, taxi, dropping, dropping. So me now, I'm ready to make the move. If it's articulator, it's okay. So, when God speaks to you, you have to make the move before you fetch what he has said you will fetch. And the distance between what God has said and when it will happen is when you make the move. That is the distance. God has spoken to you about writing books. Make the move. He has spoken to you about buying a land. Make that move. He has spoken to you about doing your masters. Make that move. Or doing your PhD. Make that move. There is a lady that I know who is a lawyer now by the grace of God. She sent me a message um, in the lockdowns um, um, period. Okay, he sent me a, she sent me a message from US and she said that Papa, we met at Odor Rice. I remember that day. She was a KNUST student. She's a lawyer now at, in US. Then she said that you prophesied to me that I was going to be a lawyer and I should go in that direction. She said about when you prophesied to me we did not have the money and my academic qualification was not would not have been able to take me to school to study law in the US. Then she said but I believed the word you spoke. I remember where we met at Odor Rice Circle where I thought because I was a prophet she was going to buy the food but I bought it and she ate and when she was going she I gave her money for dropping and she took it I remember I won't forget I have not mentioned her name more but I won't forget then she said that but papa within the space of five years things have turned around she said that every semester I did not know how I raised money to take care of my fees to take care of my accommodation, to take care of my tuition, but everything has been paid for and I am done. What did she do? She made the move. She made that move and the move brought her glory. I said it is somebody's time for a turnaround. It is somebody's time for a turnaround. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 13. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 13. What is the meaning of make the move? It means action. I said another name for lazy people is called what? I'm praying about it. Eh? I'm praying about it. 
So what are you, when are you starting that business? Oh, I'm praying about it. So when are you starting the shoe business? Oh, I'm praying about it. So when are you starting the clothes business? Oh, I'm praying about it. So when are you starting the electrical shop business? Oh, I'm praying about it. So when are you going to start writing the books? Oh, I'm praying about it. They, they, they use I'm praying about it. I'm praying till they become prayer topic. Till they become prayer topic. Where all their family members have to now surround them in the hall and begin to pray, cast out demons. I said another name for lazy people is called what? I'm praying about it. When are you proposing to her? I'm praying about it. Even when are you praying? I'm praying about it. Oh, I'm watching one or two things to see the right time to step into the thing. Because these things, you have to be very strategic and very, you'll say, periodic about the times and the seasons. They are lying. They never do it. They never do it. Charlie, Berman sees Romans and Wahamo. Muhammad's son was seen so. When are you writing chemistry again for Novdek? I'm praying about it. Oh boy. Adobella said, I'm praying about it, voice alone. <laughs> My God. <laughs> when are you going to buy your plot? <laughs> Those here give me response. When are you going to buy your plot? I'm praying about it. What then it go be? It go be. I can wear the 90. What then it go be? It go be. I can wear the 90. When you need to go. When you need to empty and wagana, you can't have with. What? I can't get any guineas. I have. What? You need seventeen there. When are you going to start building? I'm praying about it. When will you begin to walk in the prophetic? It's not easy like that. You see, you have to time the spirit and the space. <laughs> hey. They are afraid to make the move. You don't have to be afraid. You don't. You have to be strong to make the move. When will you marry her? But let me tell you something. Some of the guys, they won't marry the ladies. They won't marry them. They won't marry them. Preaching and me preaching all. So when you ask them, be serious about it. <laughs> they say, oh, I, 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 you, you have to pray. We have to pray. And engage the forces of Arturos and Mazarot and the Pleiades. Hey. Plato, 
Socrates. Just go and do what you have to do. I watched a video on, uh, on YouTube. <laughs> the lady was sitting with her boyfriend. The lady said, uh, mention the name. Imeka. He said, yes. He said, Imeka, how long have we been going out? <laughs> the guy said, is this six or seven? The lady said, Imeka, it's nine. Then he said, Imeka, it's nine years. He said, Imeka, I will do a PhD. Then he said, I will do a PhD. Then he said, I'm confused. Whether we are dating, we are in a relationship, I'm your wife or your fiancé, I'm, I'm confused. Emeka, what are we doing? <laughs> so the guys, what in me right now? What are you doing? You are praying about it. So you When will you pay your loan? I'm praying about it. Not interest near the bubble about him. Company interest. Near the bubble. Near the bubble. It is time to make the move. It is time to make the move. You see, Jesus told Judas Iscariot that what you have to do, do it quickly. Jesus said, Don't waste time. Make the move. You, we have to save the world. Kill me. Let me die. But when I die, you hear from the other side. Jesus said, bring it fast, bring it on fast. You, everything you have to do, you have to do. Even break up, break up, over anybody. Break up now, man. What's what you know, show to her? Break up, try What's the guy name of break up, try Pork, the pork meat. They has many guy names. Domedo, eh? Quay, Charles Quay. Brad Charles, yes. Carmine Coco, Yeah. Has many names. Dark food. You, if it's cold, you can't enjoy it. It must be hot. That's how you enjoy it. That, what is the meaning? Make the move into your mouth. Yeah, make the move. To marry, you have to marry when you are young, not when you are old. Solomon said, Thou hast enjoyed. Your, your waters from the well of the woman from your youth. That means that you, you have to be youthful to marry. Where about You are a lady that you have seen a guy you are interested in. Stop praying. Go to the guy. When you say, you say, they don't, they say, it's not, we don't do it like this as African people. Till another lady comes, till Sylvia shows up. And Sylvia has come with red mug and red shoes. And Sylvia, yes, she's serious. Can we meet, please? Can we meet? There no jealousy. Pie. There no, your eyes are becoming red. Why? Because the opportunity was there. And you were praying. You go and see them. I'm a mama pack. You go and see them uh, get rest in this or behind this or what you tell it. Pajo, you go and see them about Paye, Paye, Paye. You pray 10 hours about one man. You pray 10 hours about one Go to the person.
The gentleman, am I speaking your message? So comment, comment, let me know why. The gentleman, let me know. When are you moving from your father's house? I'm praying about it. Yeah. When are you moving? Oh, I'm praying about it. Whether I should go to a grand north or a grand south or a grand is brave fifty or fifty or jai fifty or no 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 just talk. Baby, I've got the answer. Ah, fifty or. So we have to stand up and make that move. We have to make that move. I explained to my sons that I don't understand how you like somebody you can't tell the person. I don't understand it. They, they try to explain it to me, but I don't get it. Like if, let's say, Raymond is interested in a, a lady who is called, let's say, uh, uh, Eunice. Okay. Abadi Bakua. So it's just, it's, just, it's just an example, okay? In our church, we give examples who. Yeah, when I preach, it's example song and other related subtitles. Yeah, whether they are prophetic or they are parabolic or symbolic, that one there. Or let's say, so like let's say somebody called Ben is praying about somebody called Dorcas. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Or somebody called Godwin is praying about somebody called Jennifer. It's just it's just names that's coming to my mind though. It's just names. What's any message not to my because me more be my boss say name wah. And the first names that we move on. Who can you throw Unis over here? Unis cry or buy bonim. Lois, nanny, name I mean Unis. Anyba. Instead they ask me. Oh, Raymond, the anybody bonim? But baby, I hope you are. She said, "I make this example that I'm giving you. That you are interested in the person you can't tell the person. I don't understand. Now the message I'm preaching will be on Facebook forever. As your names are passed through, they are being documented." Forever. Allahu Akbar. You have to rise up. Stop praying about it. Go to the person. And speak to the person. Am I preaching to somebody? He said, I mean, I like you. Do you like me? He said, no. He said, okay, I'm giving you one week to like me. You say you don't like me, so we are finished. You say you don't like me, so we have heard it's not happen like that. There's no way I'll propose to you. You say, no, it's not happen. Share. You know what we studied before we came up? When you grow, I'll teach you five kids. <laughs> My son says, how many years so much? I say, hey, Jack. <laughs> ah. Before you propose to somebody, you should see certain things. And when you brought it, what that no, yes, you say we are going out. I declare today as the initiation of our relationship. Yeah. The cloud is my witness, the earth is my witness, the wind is my witness, the water is my witness. Let everything witness to me. Honorable hmm. Kenny eh? he said he won't contest for MP. The chiefs in his town, they are pouring libation, invoking curses on him. Say so one contest here. So one what, what is the meaning of that? Come and contest. What does that mean? Make the move. Come on. Sit again. Win. 
You have turned the lives of many people. It's not now the time you say you are, you are tired. You are not tired. Run four more years. That's it. There are people who are serious. When they want something, they get it. There are people in church who we are sharing, let's say, a breakfast session. Tea. Samosas. There, what well, the toasted bread. And you ask them, do you want to? Say, oh no, half is okay. So what? Ah, me, I don't get it. Are you paying for it? Just a chop and go home and go and relax. Oh, it's okay. But when you tea, Miss Oh, tea here, Please, is the level okay? Oh, it's okay. It's nice. It's okay. It's just good. When you are for pure tobacco. Oh, when I are tea, no better near good bottle, bottle. You have to make the move now. So what is preventing you from making that move? I declared broken right now in the name of Jesus. And sometimes some of the ladies too who are, you see them walking up and down with guys. They are not going out with them. But most guys don't know. Because there is something called a canopy ministry. Anointing of accompaniment. You see them going up and down, up and down, up and down, but they are not going up. But when you are standing outside, you think you are going down. So sometimes, even in relationship, that the thing that looks like you can enter. Let's say Emmanuel and Zenobia, you don't know whether they are going. You think they are sisters or something in Christ. You don't care. You just Jesus Christ. When you enter, God, 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 they say you, you say yes. Who are you? You say I'm sitter. You say we are going at this. Okay, sorry, sir. Then you move to the next room. You find the next neighbor and you enter the house. Because you can see people you think they are going now, but they are, they are friends. Or they are siblings. Or they are, long, you know, ladies and cousins. Ladies have more cousins in the world than God has angels. Ladies have more cousins in this world than God has angels. You see people, hey, Kiyadwesti Campus, ladies and cousins. Oh my God. I don't want to bring it up. Who is that guy, my cousin? Ah, the other one was my cousin on the mother's side, my cousin on the father's side. My cousin on the mother's father's side. Hey, so you can see them going up and down, eating together, you know, popcorn over a movie and those things. But they are not going up. But you are down. Then you are, you are getting, you have to enter. Jesus said, I'm knocking the door. When any man will open, I will come. You have to keep knocking. It can look like they are going out when they are not. As I'm talking right now, somebody's name is coming to your mind. The person is called Elsie. Make that move. Huh. Now, even if they are going out and you have prayed to God and God said, that's your husband, that's your wife. What are you praying? Let the person die. Let, let the person die. Bible said, and as I prophesy, Pelatiah, son of Benaiah, died. Yeah. You don't know, dear. There is a prophet I know. I won't mention his name. Who said when he was about to marry the wife, he, the wife had a certain guy in the life so serious. They, they thought that they would marry. He prayed, fasted, seven days dry. The man died. And he married her. He, he God told her, him that that's the wife. Another person was just around. Hmm. 
But the time but if they are married and you think that person is your husband or your wife, that one dear sister, yes, you say what God has joined together, let no man But relationship you can step in. The relationship is our excesses. O X, 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 Make the move. You want to have a business. You don't have a land. You don't have a shop. Start the business in your room. Some of these costs that you incur later on, eh, they could have been avoided. Some of these utility costs rent, property rates, and all that, they could have been avoided. So that the cost is just on materials and human resource. But sometimes when you force yourself out to get everything done before you start, by the time you want to start, you don't even have the money again. Make that move. Make that move. You have been given an opportunity To travel outside Ghana, you say COVID-19 has come. There are people who are there in those nations. You have, they are inviting you. Make that move. Don't be afraid. You see everybody who has COVID-19. When you read the book of Revelation, the Bible said, according to the number of people which should have died, which had not yet died, that God was waiting for the number to have died. So God has quota. Death quota and other related quotas. Those who go will go. You and I, we are staying. Why are you so afraid? Make the move. And Bible said, and as they went, they were healed. As they went. <laughs> I was about to say, in their went. There's a fourth service. <laughs> so in their wedding, they were healed. Don't sit down to get everything in order before you move. I spoke about a scripture in Proverbs 22 verse 13. What am I doing? I'm engineering your mind for the next seven days. 
I'm releasing a word in your spirit for the next 14 days. I'm releasing a, a word in your spirit for the next 30 days. It is a word that will change the rest of the year for you. I remember when my father in the ministry instructed me to start a church in Dansoman because he got this space and he gave it to me. I remember I spoke to somebody, I don't remember, and the person said, do you know anybody in Dansoman? I said, no. He said, who will come? I said, me or anybody who will come? The grace is there. Not just the grace, but I believed the prophet and I believed the God of the prophet. We are building numbers by the grace of God. We are having first timers coming through. We are having people repeating at our service. We are having people turn into church members. We are having people going so fast because they are so gifted that they become part of the workers and they become institutionalized themselves to the grace and the glory of God. You make the move. It looks impossible because you have not tried. I said it looks impossible because what? You have not tried. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 13. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 13. That will be the last scripture and I'll bring the message to an end. Then we believe God for grace to minister the prophetic. Hey, right now the Lord has opened my eyes. I've entered some water joints. I'll come there. Why? Proverbs 22 verse 13. The sluggard says, there is a lion outside. I shall be slain in the streets. What does that mean? People who are afraid to make their move make speculations that even though they are not tangible, they believe so much in it, it becomes their conviction. That conviction turns into an imagination. The imagination becomes their reality. Then that fear binds them from making a move. So when a man is a sluggard, when he's lazy, when he does not want to take action, anytime you ask him to take an action, he speculates about a bad thing that will happen if he takes that action. Where is your mind? Is it on the opportunity outside there? Or on the crisis that you are presuming. But by the way, if you step outside and there is a lion, is it not an opportunity for your name to come in the heroes of faith? Bible said by faith, Samson killed the lion. So if genuinely there is an, a, a lion outside, is it not an opportunity for your name to be recorded? amongst 
the men of faith. But that is not it. It is not because there is something dangerous outside. But it is because you are a man who does not want to make a move. That's why the Bible said the sluggard is the one who says there is a lion outside in the street. It is time to excuse your excuses and make that move. I said it is time to excuse your excuses to make that move. And when the ten lepers went, Bible said they were cleansed. I'll be coming back to minister the prophetic to you. Get ready. The Lord bless you. Worship him. 
Sorry, sorry, I had to uh, do something. So, I am back, I am back by the grace of God. So, you enter the word, move, then I prophesy to you why. Move. Move. You enter the word, move. Somebody's making that move right now. Oh my God. You have received all you need to know today in order to assess your next level with ease. Agree to the word. Accept it. Adjust to it and apply it. Your results are coming. You can contact the man of God on plus 233-577-296-916 or on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, podcast, and YouTube by the handle Prophet Ohinibe Queen. You can also meet him live at the Mountain of Results Auditorium, Dansuman Market Complex, Accra, Ghana. Stay blessed. To clear my day.